And welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 25, I think it is, right? Yeah, it's episode 25. Episode 25 of the Pinch Talk Podcast with Mario and Pat. My name is Mario. My guy, Pat, is over there. Say hello to the folks. What's good, people? Um, it's good to be back. Episode 25. It's been 367 days since we started this podcast, and we want to thank you all for being on this journey with us. Um, yeah. And so we've come so far, and these 367 days um it's been really great to see personally it's really correlated with personal growth for both of us and i need to think of mario because i kind of just randomly hit him up and was like hey bro can i talk about baseball with you and yeah he, he's one of my best friends now and because i was doing this shit dolo yeah he was yeah and pat tug you know i i think we did uh the ale's preview was the first episode we did and we just shit yeah. on the on the red Sox a little bit that one i remember that yeah, I did. We did, and we we did like the first. We did the six division previews in like a week, so we we was just yeah, we were pumping them shits up. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm actually kind of jealous of Pat because he gets to be at baseball games now, and I can't. Uh, but like, yeah, man. So like, y- y'all follow him. Uh, he does threats like during the live games for the Indians. Is it? It's low A, right? Hi. Hi, hi, yeah. uh, affiliate. Hi, affiliate. He covers everything. He interviews people. He goes in, in depth. Like this guy, like he is doing some shit right now. Yeah. So yeah, I'm proud, man. Like it's been a year flat. You growing like crazy, pause. So, yeah. um, yeah. So this is episode 25. Um, there are a couple big topics. First of all, I want to thank uh, people for sending questions that we're going to answer later on in the episode. We got four questions to answer. Uh, and uh, I encourage y'all to send more questions because I mean, the more different shit we get, the more different topics we can get to. You no, know, more minds get to more topics than with just two. So yeah, uh, I'd say, you know, I'll keep those for for the later part of the episode. For right now, I'd say there are two main topics. Now I had one that was you know the offensive environment, the ball being deadened, and then Pat actually reminded me that you know the A's are kind of. As always, they're kind of. It almost seems like it's inevitable now that they move from Oakland. So we're also going to talk about that. But let's begin uh, with the offensive environment. Now there, are, you all know this already if you've been watching baseball. I mean, not just strikeouts, hits are. I think the hits are actually the lowest they have been since uh, the year of the pitcher. Yeah, that's actually true. Uh, offense is down from previous years. Um, Hits are down, strikeouts are up, balls in play are down. Just in general, uh, the three true outcomes are taking over the game. Uh, you're seeing more swings and misses than ever. You're seeing reliever usage. Um, and people are kind of freaking out. Uh, I think we both agree that they are going a bit too far. You know, people yeah. are going a bit too far, and you know, they're being a bit too anxious with this. But there is something to being you know, a bit scared about it, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. And people need to have a balance. First of all, freaking out over a month of data and a month that's also the worst month for hitters is very yeah. stupid. Second of all, guys can't hit the contact for anymore. It's yeah, it's just, tough. You gotta it's, be it's afraid harder. to do that. It's, it's harder. And pe- many people are just labeling hitters incompetent instead of sitting back and realizing that 
pitchers are better and they are getting better each year. They're taking a, uh, uh, I say like a, a, a tenth of a quantum leap every year. And it's no one is just being objective and, and looking at the fact that pitchers are, are great. And, yeah. And they're not appreciating it. I mean, I understand you want to see action on the bases. You want to see guys string hit singles and shit together. But I mean, what, what I can think, you? I think this all con- I think this all comes back to people thinking at the end of the day that hitters are the ones who are in the driver's seat. No, I think not. that's a mindset that people have mm-hmm. in their head. And I think I think um, I think it's good that we kind of do like you know that we kind of look back on the history of baseball, I'd say, since the mid-1950s. Because I think people will really start to understand where baseball has been going since that time. So, in the 60s, uh, pitchers started to take over. And they started to take over by the late 50s. And throughout the 60s and towards the end of the 60s, they got so good that MLB had to take multiple measures to counter the fact that pitchers were stronger, they were throwing harder, breaking balls had more break, they were harder to hit. It all culminated in 1968, which was the year of the pitcher. We all know about that year. One of the lowest, one of the, like, one of the lowest scoring years in Major League history of modern, no, the modern uh, Major League history. So after that, MLB lowered the mound. They shrunk the strike zone. They introduced the DH. All measures to increase run scoring, right? So after that, 70s and 80s, they remained. Actually, even though they, you know, MLB introduce all those measures to increase offense, the 70s and 80s were still low-scoring eras. Relatively low-scoring. There's a reason why the stolen base, you know, got so popular in those times because taking that extra base was important. Guys didn't hit for power. Like, it was a low-scoring environment. And then people's vision started to get skewed because then came the steroid era. And I will probably say that steroids benefit hitters more than pitchers. I don't know if I'm going out like I don't know if I'm saying something crazy with that, but I think they did, and I th- and offense you know offense skyrocketed, and it got people again to think that oh you know hitters are in the driver's seat when they're actually not, and you started to see as soon as MLB implemented you know you know uh, drug testing for steroids, and they implemented all that, then pitching started to take over again, and in the late 2000s and early 2010s we were starting to go into another dead ball era. By 2014, 2014 was one of the lowest scoring years in almost 30 to 40 years. Like that year was incredibly low scoring. So MLB said, fuck that. We're going to choose the baseball. And then hitters at the same time started to swing, you know, for the fences. Pretty much all of, you know, slap hitters started to disappear. So everything has come together now to create that environment. Pitchers are better than ever. Guys swing for the fences. Like, you know. What else can you say, really? Yeah, I mean, you, you basically covered it. And people aren't being patient enough either. Um, and it's, it's just one it's month just, of data, people. One yeah, month of it's data. Just, Relax. It's, it's, it just hinges around a, a lack of understanding about the game uh, and a whole bunch of biases that people have about the game based on errors that they saw in the past and enjoyed in the past, also. And you have all these old people, whether it be pundits, um, ex-players, and etc., or just old people that are fans of the game, just dogging it. And it's like, you, if you were in your prime and you weren't a top-tier player, even if you were a top-tier player and you were out here just every baseball, 
you you are not just gonna do what you did back in 1985 against somebody throwing eight nine mile per hour sinkers all the fucking time. Like it's it's different, and you need to acknowledge it. And you're disrespecting the game and disrespecting the players, and you're doing a disservice to your own fandom with the bullshit that you're on. When you when you you have guys like there, there's some guys arguing on Twitter who who was ex player, not gonna say names. Um, I have 40 years of professional baseball. These guys play in these small stadiums with juice balls. Da, 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 da. And they can't hit a lick. And it's like, it's, it's different. You, you, it's right in your face and you can't see it. And then you got that she gone dude and his whole clique of people. I don't even know who that is. Um, it don't matter. What, fuck it. What, what, what the bullshit? I'll say his name. Jeffrey Fry. Um, um, yeah, it it don't matter if 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 if, if they want to if they want to talk crazy on the internet, we can talk crazy too. But um, and we know our shit. But um, he's basically anti analytics. Um, he pretty much bugs me about, so much. Go ahead. He, Go ahead. he basically complains about guys popping their UCLs every other day. Um. <laughs> And it's just, it's just very annoying because he, he's part of the archetype of the older generation guys who yeah. think that this shit is fixable and it's something simple when it's not. No yeah, one, you can't and flip not a switch, man. No, you, no, you can't flip a switch at all. As much as, as, as much as I'm sure we all would like to, you know, have the solution to our problems, be like, you know, like a magic wand. You can't do that. Uh. And, and the funny thing is, nobody's going to input these hitters that are actually out there. or but And it's well documented that these pitchers are doing crazy shit. Yeah. And you think everyone, do you think anyone in the 80s knew everything, anything about pitch design, bro? No. Like all these edge tronic cameras? Like the shit is insane, man. Like the type of technology that's being used to develop pitching is crazy. And everything is being designed for maximum efficiency. That's why you see the mechanics you see now. Like you will see a lot of you know a lot of people complain, and I don't want to stereotype people because you know because I also hate doing the oh you know you're an old fan you don't know anything you know yeah. I, I hate doing that. But yeah, I'll, I'll redact that and say they're part of an archetype, and there's also individuals on the other side of the archetype as well. Who there's also young people who, who who do the same shit. Yeah, it is very annoying too. But there are a lot, like there are a lot of people who complain, like pitchers, like during you know, you know, after their uh, delivery when they, you know, when they follow through, kind of like how they fall off the mound now, instead mm-hmm. of you know finishing in a fielding position. And I'm and I've seen people complain about that, and that's because you know, like they're doing everything for maximum efficiency, man. Like they're trying to throw as hard as they can. Everything about mechanics is is geared to throw as hard as you possibly can, achieve as 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 much. Uh, biomechanical uh, efficiency as you possibly can. Like this is all being done. Pitchers throw less than ever, so they throw harder than ever. Like and relievers are better than ever, and they yeah, have better exactly. stuff than ever. Exactly. They have guys throwing ninety-eight four seamers that have ride up in the zone and slide filthy sliders. You got turbo sinkers. You got guys throwing hundred mile power cutters. I mean, what can it's you ridiculous. do? I mean, it's ridiculous and. I understand Mario's position about curbing at the bullpen and to solve it, but at the same time, when you have guys that are when you have 
seven to nine guys, seventh and eighth inning and ninth inning guys that are just obliterating hitters. Yeah. But, you're not, there's no reason to stop from a from a competitive standpoint. I agree. I think. I mean, this is a kind of a whole no different discussion, but absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm not actually going to get on that because we know we talk. I've talked about we talk that about a million that times. Of, yeah, we talk about it so many times. Yeah, I talk, I've, talked, I've talked about it a million times. But like, we covered on angles. Yeah, like the thing is, people need to start asking themselves, what do you really want out of baseball? Do you want like because people complain about things that are completely contradict? No, like they contradict themselves all the time. People want shorter games, but they want more offense. What do you want, man? Do you want shorter games? Or do you want more offense? Because you, you can't have both. You can't have both. And mind you, with the swing and the miss we're seeing now, we're probably seeing the shortest games we've ever seen in the game. Exactly. Like we like. This year has actually, I'm, I'm, I, I would, I'll go out on a limb and say that time of game has remained pretty stable. It has, yeah. it has. And the thing is, there should be no reason for us to worry about time of game, anyways, because baseball plays itself. It doesn't have a clock. Exactly. And you, you want to fuck with the pace of play by adding a pitch clock or um, making batters stay in the batter's box. That just takes away a whole facet of the strategy of trying to get hit pitchers off their rhythm or pitchers that work fast or pitchers that work slow or da, 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 communicating with the catcher. It's just the changes people are suggesting are just too drastic in relation to what's going on. And it's not, and not even that, it's not going to move the needle noticeably regardless. It's just going to complicate things and yeah. create a, a shift in the norms that that's ultimately hurtful for the game. Now, thing is, MLB does fuck with a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. They've tried a lot of different things. One of the things they've tried is they have very publicly changed the ball after denying publicly that they hadn't changed the ball in previous years, which is just funny by itself, by the way. Uh, this ball, now everyone knows about it. I've seen pitchers say that the laces on the ball are thicker. So they can spin the breaking ball better. I've I've, uh, I've seen a lot of studies saying that the balls are bouncier, which means they generate higher exit velos, but they also drag more, which means they don't travel as much. Home runs are down. I mean, home runs are still high, but they're down compared to to previous years. When I first heard all this, like you know, like all the you know, like all the takeaways people you know were having with the uh, with the new ball, I actually thought, damn, okay, so a, a ball that drags more and generates higher exit velos, that actually sounds kind of nice. Because if you hit a hard grounder up the middle, then you know, if the harder you hit it, the more likely it is to go through for a hit. You know, and if it drags more, then maybe you encourage guys to actually not try to lift every single ball. The problem is, of course, if the ball also generates more spin, then you've kind of fucked up where you, what you wanted to do in the first place. You know, I don't know why MLB didn't just go back to 2014 baseballs like the ones that they already had instead of trying to create a new one. I don't know what yeah, they're doing. The 2014 and 2016 baseball is probably the happy medium to what they're trying to do. And just based on this whole debacle, you can tell that they're not really testing the balls. They're just guessing based on 
what the fuck yeah. the ball is doing and going on about today. And it, it, it's ironic because the ball has become even more, it's become pitcher friendly. And the fact that pitchers have more movement and they're throwing faster. Yeah, they are. And when the ball is put in play, it's also dying. And with the emphasis on pulling for fly balls, you have balls that I've seen hits that, well, I've seen balls put in play that totally would have been home runs last year that just died in one track this year. 100%. One, and, that happens at least twice, like two or three times a game. Or auto dip and, and bounce off the wall for doubles or triples yeah. or something. Yeah. Now, they really need to get their shit together and find a... Uh, yeah, they need to know what they want. I happen medium. Yeah, nobody knows what they want right now, and it's fucking up the game. And people are using it to bitch about the game, and it's just it's just all bad right now. The yeah, coverage the coverage on the game is just in a, a very very bad spot. Not to mention how individuals are complaining about the um, un- unwritten rules right now too. Yeah, that it's is just, its own can of worms. Uh, Still though, I I I, I do want to read the uh, MLB average, like mm-hmm. you know, like like the batting stat right now because I just think they're funny. I'm not complaining about this shit, by the way, but I just think they're funny. Uh, MLB hitters are slashing right now. Well, not right now, but entering today, they were slashing 235, 312, 392. That's a 704 OPS. Now, that 704 OPS is actually pretty on par with the with most of the 80s and the 70s whether people believe it or not. So offense in general is kind of at that level. The problem is, of course, hits per nine are at the lowest level they have been since 1968. That's the problem for people, though. Again, not the, not how many runs are scored, but how, how many runs are scored. You, and actually, I just saw a number that kind of blew my mind. Uh, do you know how many doubles teams are hitting per game right now? No, I don't. 1.49 does that, that sound low. low to you that, that, that just seems low that is the lowest number since hold on that is the lowest number since 1984 yeah i might as, they might as well just give us the juice balls back if they're gonna <laughs> if they're gonna play around like this yeah like they're losing so, like there are so many hits being lost right now so many balls that are like you're seeing them come off the bat and your first reaction because you know you've been conditioned this, you know these past few years to think oh that's gone that's gone off the bat you know you just see you know pop off the bat you're like that's gone and it's dies at the wall and it's like damn i know someone's mad in the body in in the batter's back right now yeah you can, the hitters the hitters body language too this year is kind of yeah, showing it's it bad. because they're squaring up balls and they're getting extra base hits taken away because the ball might stay up a bit. Um, it's just yeah. MLB like ML, MLB should have should have tested this thing out before. Like to my knowledge, they didn't even test it in spring training because the ball was flying in spring training. They were using the last of the twenty twenty balls, I think. Yeah, and, and it and it was flying mm-hmm. during the spring. So they basically just said fuck it and just winged it and that's bad that's what you have independent leagues and the minor leagues for to test shit like this so yeah or I don't you know, hire man. some scientists yeah 
like all the resources you have MLB and you really couldn't get this shit tested before you put it out there on the field man really also I don't understand why MLB doesn't just develop their own pine tar you ever thought about that just develop your own pine tar and legalize it and give it to the pitchers yeah because dichotomy is um you know when we talk about oh the pitchers can spin the ball better well i mean they can also control the ball when you make them play in april and it's cold and yeah. they can't feel their fingers and i mean yeah and, and while i will say that hit by pitches are 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 at all time uh are all time highs my bad not to cut you off but i will say batters have a lot to do with that too Go yeah, ahead. they're trying to get on base. They're, they're trying to get on base. Everyone crowds the plate, dog. Everybody crowds the plate. And when you got out of the armor, you, the guys be wearing. Uh, I mean, what's what's why not? I mean, and yeah. think about the fact that by crowding the plate, it makes the ball on the outside and in the middle, a middle middle pitch, and that's what makes Jose Ramirez so great because by crowding the plate, it allows him to pull the ball fastballs on the outside and hold them. Home runs. That like, was crazy what he did. You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, fastest hands in the West. Jose that was, Ramirez. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. If y'all didn't see it, it was I think it was 93, 94. It was a fastball. Ninety five. It was ninety five on the outside corner on a upper outside. Up and corner. away. Up and away. Out of the zone. <laughs> he pulled he it. Pulled it in the right field. <laughs> and he does it all the time. And it's just he he it did crazy. it last year when he hit that walk up home run to clinch the playoff or postseason uh, spot against the White Sox. He... That was insane. When I watched it, I was like, what did he just do? He's a that monster. Crazy. Yeah, he's, he's a, a he's monster. monster. He's just different. Jose Ramirez is different. And, that man and he doesn't get his just do. His hand, he has the hands of Jesus. <laughs> and I don't even believe in Jesus. But, yeah. Yeah, but if you, if you believe in a higher power, Jose Ramirez has the hands of that higher power. He's gifted. He's a beast, man. Uh, yeah, so that's basically that. Like, I don't know if there's anything else to be said about the dead ball. MLB just needs to get their shit together, and they need to understand what they want. Because if they they want more offense, but they also want shorter games. You cannot have both, man. You can't mm-hmm. have your cake and eat it too. Mm-hmm. You, need to, you need to pick. You need to pick and choose. Um, so yeah, uh, that's basically that. Unless you have anything else to to say, goes because I, I mean we're just going to end up going in circles. And MLB already does that. Just, well just stop blaming the hitters and enjoy the pitching. Yeah, enjoy the pitching, people. Enjoy the pitching. Actually, starting pitchers have are, are throwing more innings this year, as well, yeah. especially the good ones. Yes, like Shane Bieber's out here throwing 115 pitches a game, but him, Zach Lezak, and Harrison Valley are, are have yeah, been, they're being worked right now. Yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, yeah, so after that. So that's basically uh, the dead ball. Just you know, stop bitching, people. Um, also, baseball regulates itself. Uh, talk to me in August, I'll say, and we'll see how this season is going. I bet you guys are not going to be hitting 235 the rest of the way. So, No way. They're, they're yeah. actually scoring more already this, this May. So, Yeah. Like, it's going to change, man. It's going to change. Also, just give hitters time to adapt, man. Come on, like they're just seeing the results right now. And I'm sure a- a- analytics teams are actually going to, you know, quote unquote analytics teams are actually going to tell hitters, yo, like, you know, it may not be smart to sell out every single time and try to hit one over the fence if it's not flying out over the fence. 
because guys like pitchers have improved but hitters have improved too so uh yeah basically that's it so now on to the ever moving team however you want to call it it's always been weird to me that the oakland a's are at oakland maybe it's because i'm not there but it's always been weird that there's two teams around that same area oakland and the giants so i don't know it's not just weird it's also very very complicated because the media rights to the bay area is, is very complex and there's also what four teams in in california and they're all and they're both in five. a cluster order five a's yeah. giants dodgers angels padres oh right san diego i forgot i'm sorry san diego uh, I would never forget you, but I just did. It won't happen. Their again. Twitter fans are going to go after you now. Yeah, they are. I, I have a trash. lot of, I have a lot of followers in Padres Twitter. <laughs> but, anyways, um, San Diego is isolated. Los Angeles Dodgers and Los Angeles Angels share LA, and that media market is so big it doesn't matter anyways. But no one cares about the Angels regardless. It's what so, and the Giants and the A share the Bay Area and it's very complex media rights and the A's have a great history but they move like three times already and yep. it's it's very annoying because they they established their prosperity in Oakland and that's where the, the true golden age has been in Oakland um, whether it be the 70s or the 80s um, 90s they were bad I mean 90, actually 90s they were, were they, they were good I want to say can't remember um, I'm pretty sure they were just solid. Yeah, they're probably decent. And then I think I think the fans' perception of the of the front office and ownership doesn't help at all. You know. Yeah, and then yeah, absolutely. Um, wasn't it the front office? It's, it's mostly ownership. It's I know, but like people always is. associate the two terms. Absolutely. Even if they um, shouldn't. But another thing is the writing is on the wall um, when. And for you guys who don't know, the Major League Baseball um, put a statement out, I want to say, earlier this week or sometime last week about the A's not being able to get a new stadium funded and built no. in Oakland. And just to give you guys some context on what's going on, the A's want to build a new stadium on the waterfront in the Bay Area. And they want the Oakland taxpayers to pay for it. And the Oakland City Council is like, no. And I agree. And another facet of that is um, gentrification. Now, Oakland is a black city. Well, not a black city, but a diverse city. And it has a, a, a substantial black population, along with a substantial minority population um, of Hispanics, Latinos, and, and Asians. So... Um, it's well documented that when cities build new stadiums, it usually gentrifies the area and happens in areas majority black. Just look at Atlanta with the new football stadium, or Brooklyn with the new Nets stadium. Oh my God! Just for two examples, I mean they put that smack dab in the middle on Flatbush and it, it really gentrified the area. Yeah, with Jay Z as the as the figure. As, yeah, and he. he it's, it's, it's cruel. It's ridiculous. Now, do we want 
the age of saying Oakland? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. But if big business doesn't want to use their money to build a stadium, especially when they have notoriously cheap owners that they do have, who doesn't pay his minor league or shit, who didn't pay his minor league or shit during the pandemic last year. That's the problem for me. Yeah, you cannot they're, they're, demand all this money when you've been so damn cheap. Yeah. For so many years. Like, the A's are so cheap that even if they started paying for free agents, people would still say, yeah, oh, the A's? Oh, yeah, they're that cheap team that never pays for nobody. Yeah. Like, they have that reputation now. You cannot demand money from the city after 20 years of that reputation. It just doesn't work like that. 30. And the thing is, the owner might as well sell the team if if he's gonna do all this, if he's gonna put a gun to the to the to the city's linkage with the with the team like this, you might as well just sell the team to, to some ownership group in Portland and get yeah. it over with. Yeah, I don't know how much the city of Oakland is willing to bend for this because you know stadium disputes happen in all sports all the time. Like anyone who follows hockey, for example, will tell you about Ottawa. And what they've had to go through with their cheap ass owner and, you know, all the money that they've had to eat and they're going to have to eat to, to build that new stadium and that facility. How is going to fuck up the city for years? That's a lot of fucking money that the taxpayers yeah. are having to put up. And, there, and there's not like something that's going to offer incentives to the fans in the city because he's probably going to jack up the price, ticket prices after the stadium is built. Correct. And the only people are able to afford it. And there's not like people go to Oakland get A's games anyways. Yeah. The MDS fucking stadium. Yeah. And it sucks because the A's have great teams. They have a great front office. They have a great culture. They always yeah. seem to they always seem to find good players and And they have a cool ass uniforms too. Yeah. They have the, some of the best uniforms in baseball and some of the best co- best uniforms are sports, honestly. Yeah, there's those green uniforms. They have. Those are sweet. I mean, all of them are nice. I mean, the green and yellow, and then they got the ones with the pinstripes. They got the clean white ones, and yeah. then they got the yellow. Yeah, they're they all got clean. The solid green, and then they, they wear the throwback uniforms all the time too. So, yeah, they're all clean. Like basically, like the stadium. Everyone has known for years that the stadium is holding the team back in a way. But mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man! Like if if ownership is so cheap that it's a part of the team's identity at this point. How can you expect the city to pay up to pay out the fucking ass for a new ballpark that they're gonna have right. to eat? Like it's just not feasible. So to give them like four hundred million. Yeah. Uh what the Jeff Passan article uh, article said is the Oakland Athletics say they will start exploring the possibility of relocating of relocate of relocating with the blessing of major league baseball. That's uh that's an important move. Robbie Manfred probably wants them to go to like Las Vegas or something like that. Yeah, a move that could put pressure on local government officials to greenlight a new stadium project, da-da-da-da-da-da. So basically, the A's are going to basically start making some power moves and tell the Oakland we are going to leave and get as close to leaving as possible to try to strong-arm the city into paying for a, for a new ballpark. Now, whether Oakland is going to go for this or not, I don't know. And to be quite honest with you, based on how ownership has treated the fan base and treated the city I'd say fuck that to be quite honest with you yeah I, I agree but on the other hand they're the last team in Oakland yep. so that's yep. that's gonna be painful 
And yeah, because because San Jose doesn't count, right? No. Yeah, it doesn't count. Uh, so yeah, like it's it's just a tough situation for the city of Oakland because I mean, the, at the end of the day, the fact that the A's are doing this with the blessing of Major League Baseball tells you, you know, Rob Manfred is encouraging the owner of the A's to do this. So yeah. it's just a fucked up situation. So let's say that they do move because it kind of to me, if to me, it, it's to me, it, it's kind of always felt inevitable that they were going to move at some point. Mm-hmm. Let's say they do move. Which city or cities do you think would have the best shot? Like, give me um, like three or four. Las Vegas, Portland, uh, Montreal, and I'd say... Nashville? I don't think Nashville. Nashville already has like a AAA team there. Okay. Um, maybe Charlotte. Eh. Mm. Charlotte, Charlotte seems like a reach. Um, yeah. So I'd say Portland, Montreal, and Las Vegas. With Las Vegas first, um, Portland second, Montreal third. I would put Portland number one on the list, personally. I think Las Vegas is... I don't know. I think I think uh, Las Vegas is, is such a... It's such a transplant city. It is. That's that's very true. And they already have a triple A team there also. And they just got a hockey team. They just got a football team. Like, I know how many more teams can you force feed to an area before it you no, know, it stops working. Yeah, and the media rights there is also complicated. So yeah, um I'll put Portland first, Las Vegas second, um, Montreal third. I know yeah. Montreal has been one team back for a while, and they have the city size to do it, and it's yeah. it's right by New York. So I mean, it's a lot of dormant Montreal yeah. Expos fans around. <laughs> yeah, they did get fucked over, but you know that's what happens with Jeffrey Loria. So yeah, Portland to me was all, Portland just always seems to me like a baseball market that mm-hmm. just that they have never gone to. Uh, there are some sense. other. Po- go ahead, go ahead, my bad. No, that makes a lot of sense now that I think about it. It just makes like it makes so much sense to me because like Seattle is the only team within like the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and that whole like there's a gigantic area of the USA that's just like Seattle right there, and then nothing. And especially with the Orioles, I mean, with the Rockies, look like they're getting me in a basement for the next decade. Exactly. There's a lot of they fans can. in that area they can potentially grab. Yeah, which just yeah, makes me mad because the Rockies could actually be a gigantic team. The Rockies have so much media coverage and, and ground just in the West, that, yeah. in, in the area that they're in, and they just flounder because... <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. We don't even talk about that because we can't, but there's no point because we've done it before so many yeah. times. Actually, this this kind of like, this whole topic kind of brings up to me like an interesting question. What is, a, what is one market, you know, in the USA that you would think that MLB has potential in, but that they haven't gone to yet, aside from like Portland, for example. Because like the city I always think about is like New Orleans. But it's not a baseball town. That's the problem. New Orleans, yeah. But the thing is, um, building a stadium on that, in a swamp, basically. And you're playing in the middle of hurricane season. Yeah, that's actually bad. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I can, I can see why they don't do that. I just guess because it's such a huge like center of, of population. Definitely, like, absolutely. 
Um, what else would be interesting? Um, Orlando. Orlando. Yeah. Eh. I, can... I mean, baseball doesn't really do well in Florida. Pro baseball does, but that's because of incompetence more so than. Yeah. The Marlins the actually have a shot to rebuild yeah. their fan base. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially with how good they've been and all their Filipino and African players they have on their team. They're going to get a lot of fans. Um, That's actually a tough question. Because New Orleans makes sense, but what you said. Portland, um, we have already talked about. Nashville. uh, Montreal, we said Montreal. Montreal, we said Um, already. Um... Vancouver, no, not Vancouver. Columbus, Ohio. Um, I don't know. I, Columbus, Ohio makes sense. Um, and now that I think about it, the Indians lease is up in 2024, 2025, I think. And that needs to be renewed. And I hope the Dolans get that done. I'm sure they will. You think and they're moving? I don't think they. I don't think they can. I don't think Major League, Major League Baseball will let them move because from some industry guys I know, um, guys are well connected. <laughs> it's just too much of a hassle. And considering that the Indians are one of the marquee teams in the American League, they're one of the founding members, and fresh, they've been they've been in Cleveland since like nineteen nineteen oh one nineteen like the long ass time. It's a long ass time. Yeah. There's just no incentives in moving. Oh, um, I got another city. I got another city. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. You already have a team in Pittsburgh. No, they don't. The Pirates. No, they live. <laughs> <laughs> that was the joke. God damn oh, it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. So, you know, which city does, doesn't have a major league team? Well, shit. Pittsburgh doesn't have one. Um, Maybe... <laughs> That was oh, a corny DCR joke. I apologize. No, that wasn't. I mean, it was, but it was actually pretty good. Um, maybe I, I actually like Charlotte. Now that I think about it, I'll double down on Charlotte. They don't have, actually. They don't have the. They they probably do have a minor league team over there. Yeah, they do. Um, the White Sox AAA team is in Charlotte. Yeah. 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 Get a team in the in the Carolinas. Uh, yeah, it's actually Oklahoma City. I'm not sure if that's. I mean, Oklahoma. Well, Oklahoma City only has one sports team, so they actually have. Um, did never mind. They have the Triple A team also. Yeah. Okay. So that doesn't make sense. So we'll keep thinking about it. But like, this is like, this is always an interesting question because you know. Oh, they could put a team in. I already want to put a team in Mexico. That makes sense. Mexico City makes a lot that of sense. sense. That makes sense. I think baseball. Baseball is really trying to get a revival down in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Okay, so I'll just move on from that because you know I could just keep thinking about this for like days because you know I'm always, like it's just like an an obsession almost. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do to grow the game? You know, right. <laughs> keep thinking about it. So anyway, with those two things out of the way, oh, and by the way, I would bet on the on the A's moving. So if you're a betting man. And there's somehow a bet for that. I would bet on that. Because I don't think Oakland is going to let the A's fuck him again. So, yeah. Um, so, now let's go to the questions. 40 minutes in. Feels like an appropriate time for the questions. Um, 
I'm gonna throw the questions to you first, and then I can retort after you respond. All right? Okay. All right. So you want me to respond? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. So the first question uh, from Blake Street Banter, Rocky's of Rocky's account. Actually, have some good jokes. Uh, they say, um, and this time I'll actually make sure I remember to put a screenshot of the tweet in the video. I didn't do it last time. That's my bad. Uh, if you could put any player in their prime for one season on your favorite team, who is it and why? And also go Rockies. I agree with that. Um, Willie Mays. That's a solid. That's a solid answer. Especially because y'all need an outfielder. Yeah, we need an outfielder. He's a center He's the greatest center ever. And I mean, it speaks for itself. Yeah. He just turned ninety, by the way, a couple weeks ago. So happy birthday to the goat! And yeah. it it just makes too much sense. Um, you can lead off, or you can actually, I wouldn't lead him off. I would bat him fourth, fourth. Um, a third. I don't know. I I probably bet him third. Bad Jose Ramirez second. Um, it's Willie well, fucking Mays at the end. Of the it's day. Willie Mays. He, 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 it doesn't really matter as long as he's in the top four somewhere. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's, actually, it's Willie Mays. I'm actually thinking about this. I'm could because my team right now is trash and they have no prospects of future. I'm actually gonna go for a very selfish answer. I'm gonna say. Prime Verlander. I'm talking 2011, 2010, 20, you know, somewhere around that. Prime Verlander. Because. In, in course? Yes. I want to see that. Will, will his stuff work? Hell yeah, it will. A changeup will drop like crazy and he had a slider. Okay. That's, no. that's true. I'm thinking of the curveball. My bad. No, no. Yeah, like, it, it, it will work. Um, it will work. But I, I, I just, I just want to see, like, I, I, I would just want to see, because, I mean, y'all know, like, Verlander is one of my favorites. I would just want to see, like, you know, that experience of having, you know, one of those Verlander stars where he throws 130 pitches, see, you know, seeing that live, you know? I would just like to experience that. So that's why I would put Verlander on the Rockies for this year. Because, I mean, honestly, Pat said Willie Mays, not because not just because he's Willie Mays, but also because, like, if you add Willie Mays to this team, the Indians are a World Series contender. You could put three Willie Mays on the Rockies and they probably still wouldn't make the playoffs. So, you know, I just went with the selfish approach. I'd like to see Verlander, you know, throwing 130 pitches in Coors Field, you know, pitching complete games and shit. I just yeah. like seeing that. Yeah, I would too. Um, but yeah, Willie Mays makes sense. I could say Alex Rodriguez because shortstop is a, is a hole for us as well. But yeah. They have so many short subs in the farm system right now that it doesn't matter. I'd rather go with Willie. Even if it's for one, only for one season. One question of mine. Has Andres Jimenez let you down a little bit? Not really. Um, I was kind of expecting him to hit a wall and enter his like 70th, 80th, 90th games. Um, he's showing flashes, but I also think Tito isn't playing him enough. Since he's during lefties, because he actually had reverse splits in, in in the minors against lefties, and he's a left-handed hitter. And I also think you know with young shortstops, they it's weird. They just 
some sometimes they just flounder unless they're like all time greats. But, I mean, I was so spoiled because Francisco Lindor was just so good right out the gate. Yeah, you, I mean, you just peeling off four and five one seasons out the gate, and then you had that seven one season. Yeah, that's not common. <laughs> it's kind of um, like me, like watching uh, Nolan Arenado play defense a third, and then yeah. sometimes you get to watch mortals over there, and it's like, damn. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely what it is, and that's definitely what the fan base is going through right now. But I mean, I still think Andres Jimenez is going to be a pretty solid ball player. He, he's going to play good. His defense look eh, but he's also has some weird, weird plays going over there. I think he's going to be a good. He's going to be a good solid player. Um, I mean, if oh, these two guys war, just... three war. I mean, I'll, I'll take that from a shortstop. Yeah, all day, oh, all man. day, every day. And Eesh. as long as Jose, I don't know. Um, they they, they have so much infield depth in the minors too that they could bring up. It's like. Um, what do you do? I feel like addressing first base is more important right now than addressing shortstop because yeah, it's a black hole right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, they have no. There Your was a man point Jake where Bowers. He needs he needs to go to a Dodge dealership and start selling Hellcats. And uh, it's been bad. A lot of yeah. a lot of teams have been just throwing away wins at first yeah. base this year. Yeah, it's it's very odd, but they they've been they kind of relegated first base to like a utility role yeah it's weird and it's weird but it's kind of fun to see guys be like fuck the offensive expectation at first base we're gonna put our utility guy here every other day and it's just good to see different things happen in baseball even if it's at the expense of offense because baseball is oh my god they're gonna blow it I know. I'm, I'm not even paying attention to that. They're going right to blow now. it. They're going to fucking blow it. <laughs> Why'd you take him out? Oh, my God. I hate both he was, black he, dogs. He was... Oh, you're talking about the Rockies. Or you're talking yeah, about I'm the talking, Indians. No, I'm talking about the Rockies right now. Yeah. Bullpen's in the game. They're going to blow it. <laughs> Fuck! Um, anyway, moving you see, on. <laughs> you see your boy Brian Shaw over here looking like I don't, 2014 I don't, Brian Shaw. But it's hilarious. I, I, I do think it's fucking hilarious that he got away from Coors Field and he immediately started throwing way harder than he had in years. I think it's fucking oh, hilarious. Okay. Okay, but Phil yeah. Mayton. You got out the base below the jam. I see you. But, but yeah, the Rockets are about to blow it. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, moving on Wait, to the next. Wait, they let them come back? Huh? They, they, you guys let them come back? Uh, They were leading 6-1 to one into the top of the eighth. Uh, They loaded the bases. Now, currently, runners at the corners with one out, and, they're trailing, and the Reds are now trailing by three. Oh, so, wow. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's not gonna go well. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, so don't be. Uh, just laugh at them. Uh, so the next question. <laughs> yeah, like I've gotten to the point with the Rockets where I don't even get mad. I just laugh at them. Um, yeah, it's, it's sad. I know. So uh, yeah, the next question is from Von Dedon at Slim Reaper nine two nine two. That's our guy. Yeah. Uh, he has two questions. Uh, as they stand. Are the Yankees a World Series contender? And two, offseason moves the Yankees should make. We can answer the uh, first question, I think. I, I actually think I yes. can answer the first question for both of us. Yes. Hell yeah, they are. Yes. Hell yeah, they yes, are. Yes, yes, yes. The Yankees <laughs> are good. People yeah. freaking out because the Yankees were bad out the gate are just dumb. First of yeah. all, it's, we have a new game season this year. Second of all, the Yankees are just too talented and... 
there's no really other powerhouse team in the AL, especially with the Twins shit in the bed. Um, yeah. Tony La Russa looking like an eight-year-old out-of-touch manager. Um, surprise, surprise. And AL West is just man. The Astros are good, but like the Astros are good, but they have they have holes. They're not a powerhouse. Young. That's the thing. If the Yankees were in the National League, then maybe I can tell you that okay, you know they better tighten up, or they're probably going to have to go to the wild card game. But in the American League, no, there's no one there for the challenge. I'd put money on them going to the LCS. Same, to, I, like same. I, I'm not same. confident. They're just uh, unless the White Sox or the Astros or A's or. I don't know. The NL West is just very mediocre. Yeah. I really can't yeah, take ahead. those t- the, the three teams in the AL West that are decent seriously. The Indians are young and in the middle of development. I don't really – if they go to a wildcard game, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll take that. But they're yeah. just young and, and trying to figure out who's – And the Red Sox are playing over their heads. So Yeah, they are. This is not going to continue. So, yeah, in short – are the Yankees a World Series contender? Hell yeah, yes. they are. And they're the yes. best team in the American League. As much as fans want to, you know, go crazy about them just because they lose five of 15 games at one point. Still the best team in the American League. Don't worry about them. Uh, number two, offseason moves the Yankees should make. This is an interesting one. Because I mm-hmm. think there's one key question. What do you do with Gleyber Torres? Yeah, I agree. Um, they need to figure out the infield and who's going to play shortstop long term. And they also need to figure out what they want to do with their pitching. Do they want to bring up the young guys? Or do they want to sign somebody free agency? Or do they want to trade for somebody free agent? Who will trade for somebody and sign them? Um, people I've... saying Max Scherzer. I, I see it. But at the same time, I'd rather see if they figure out the pitching and see what David Garcia and um, what's his face? Michael King and all, got, all those guys. Michael Clark, King Clark and Schmidt. Um, Clark Schmidt, yeah, what they can do. But I think yeah. Clark Schmidt gets hurt right now, too. But I think for the Yankees, the thing is a lot of the moves they could make in the offseason, they might just make them at the trade deadline. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they need starting pitching. I think we all agree. Like. Tyon and Kluber have looked okay so far, but they have looked okay. Just okay. You know, not guys that you can count on in a game seven. And mm-hmm. Sevy is going to come back from Tommy John. So you don't know what you're going to get from him. Right. So I would be shocked. Let me just put it like this. I would be shocked if the Yankees don't pick up one good starter at the deadline. Yeah. I would be shocked. They, they also need player position death also. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They, so I, would, I, I can see them trading for like a lefty. Yeah, they they need lefty bats and need or switch hitter. Um, yeah, Francisco Francisco Lindor would have done them so well. Um, yeah, they just they have uh, they're they're a World Series attending team, but as a World Series attending team, they have holes that will come up in a in a long playoff run. Exactly, just because of the lack of position player depth. I mean, when you have Mike Ford and Tyler Wade on your bench. <laughs> Yo, Yankee fans yeah. fucking hate Tyler Wade, man. Like they, oh, they have goodness. just so um, much hatred for the for that guy. Randy Wilkins on Twitter is hilarious. Uh, at Pam's son, <laughs> and then um, my boy Ryan Garcia, they despise that man. Yeah, they like kill he had a three hit. He had a three hit night a couple of nights ago, and they were pissed. Yeah, 
Because now he's going to get 15 more of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's I've, seen just, this, that's just, I've seen this movie before. Yeah. That's just vicious. Yeah. I, but, I, I mean, I've seen this movie before. So, yeah. Um, I'd say for the offseason, a lot of those moves will be answered during the trade deadline. And if they're not, then look for them to add one more arm starting pitcher. You know the Yankees are always going to have a good bullpen because that's just what they do. Mm-hmm. But look for them to add one more arm and look for them to probably think that Glare is not a shortstop long term. So maybe, I don't know, maybe if they get ambitious, maybe they go and sign Trevor Story, who is a wonderful fit for that ballpark. I don't know. But like, yeah, they're going to answer your questions at, at the trade deadline, basically. So, yeah. Uh, next question for Mark. At I've been fly. That's our guy too. Uh, good people. Very this, good people. Yeah. This is a funny one. Is the Dodgers signing Pujols a good move? <laughs> I mean, not really. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's going he's gonna to smash lefty. So, I mean. The only reason they signed him is, is because everyone and their mother is hurt for the yeah. Dodgers right now. Like yeah, seriously, and, everyone and they're is still hurt. and they're still good, and they can use them. He's probably and with their black Dodgers hitting magic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good Hopefully job. The Rockies okay, are about I'm to sorry. blow the lead. By the way, I'm sorry, Jose got a double. I had to see that. Oh uh, yeah. The Reds are the Reds are now trailing by just one run. <laughs> Tying run is on uh, second. Uh, but yeah, so is the Dodgers sign is the Dodgers signing Pujols a good move? I mean, not really, but it's yeah. It's that gif of, of uh Sean Price, you know. Is that whole thing. Yeah, they definitely. need him because everyone is hurt. Like seriously, go like dog, seriously. Go look at like uh fan graphs, like roster resource for the Dodgers and look at their injured list. It's like half oh. the team is on their injured list. I'm, I'm doing it right now. So yeah, go ahead. Pulled up already. Like, go ahead and like count the players. I'm gonna, actually I'm gonna rename. Just and yeah. it's crazy because it's their best players and they're still good with like a forty plus run differential in, yeah. in the middle of May. I'm and gonna count. The that's players, why you need, way. and that is why you need depth. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna count the players. Oh, they got they got the injured list section off of just players and pitchers. <laughs> okay, Corey Seager, Zach McKinstry, Edwin Rios. Cody Bellinger and AJ Pollock is on the injured list for their pitchers. I mean, for their position players. That's five. And that's fractured hand, strained oblique, partially torn labrum, hairline fracture in the leg, and a strained hamstring. Now, their starters, Tony Gunsolin and Dustin May. Tony Gunsolin has um, shoulder inflammation, and he's been on the, on the IL for a while. And Dustin May and Tommy John Surgery, that's two starting pitchers. Um, bullpen guys. Scott Alexander, Caleb Ferguson, Ruzar Gratterall, Tommy Canley, Corey Neville, and David Price. That's 13 players on the injured list, bro. 13 players that were all good on the 25 man roster and major leaguers. <laughs> oh, yeah, they scored. Good job. Okay. I'm so, yeah. sorry. Uh, no, I'm no. No, like, don't worry about it. But, like, yeah, like, Mark, like, you can kind of see where we're going with this. Dodgers have 13 motherfuckers on the injured list right now. They, like, 
every warm body they can get right now, they're gonna they're gonna sign. And because they're the Dodgers, then Pujols is probably gonna hit like 400 for like a week. Yeah, it's gonna be like Manny Wood 2.0. Yeah, basically. Um, so yeah, is it a good move? No, in isolation, yes, because they need him. Uh, so moving on, uh, the last question. Uh, then we might actually keep this podcast in the one hour. Um, from Jan Hus one three six nine, he sent us a question last time. Good dude too. Yeah, he um, knows baseball. Yeah, he does, especially like baseball history. Like y'all go mm-hmm. follow him. Uh, best advanced hitting and pitching stat. That's actually that an interesting really question. question. That was that's, a great question. question. You go ahead first. You go ahead um, first. My favorite advanced hitting set is weighted runs greater plus. Um, it, it makes the most sense to me how we're bouncing out the air, and you can use it to judge minor leaguers too. Um, if you guys don't know what WERC plus is, it aggregates stats based on the runs created and other things to measure how good players are in a, in a specific league and you can judge people in different areas. So if you want to compare to Albert Pool in 2005 to Ted Williams like 1947, you can do that and, and see. It, it really balances balances things out well. Yeah. Um, and being able to use it for minor leaguers as well to see how they're doing in their specific leagues makes a lot of sense, especially with the pitcher and hitter for the leagues and the minors. And Correct. it also is good for it. Um, see how good players are relative to their age um as well so it's a it's a pretty good and comprehensive set um i like um expected weight on base um just because it it takes and takes uh base on ball and and strikeout rates and other things into into consideration amongst other things um my favorite pitching advanced pitching set actually don't know um that's a that that that's a tough question because the hitting that set is, is easy. Question. The hitting is easy because um it's it's a lot more easier to aggregate the hitting numbers and see what yep. the guys are gonna do. But I mean, with 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 the advanced pitching stats, um, damn it, Fran Mill, um, uh, some of them are, are are good. Um, I like I like FIP. I really don't like expected FIP because expected FIP. Neutralize yeah, home that shit. That, that shit is trash. Yeah, I hate because I trash. mean, um, it, it forgives guys who who allow a lot of home runs, and that's a major issue, especially in the home run era of baseball. Yeah. Um, I like Sierra, but I mean, I feel like it it, it penalizes guys who who get a lot of weak contact. Um, I'd say FIP. Um. Although it, it doesn't penalize guys, it doesn't penalize the ground ball guys too much. It takes home run rate into account, because um, home runs are fielding independent. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. Like for hitting stats, I will say the same thing Pat said: weighted runs created plus, because you know it's 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 a weighted stat. And it's an adjusted stat. You can adjust it for different ballparks, different eras, different run environments, and it's very easy to understand. One hundred is the average. Yeah, go ahead. I actually like baseball perspectives. There deserve runs created plus too. It kind of takes good luck and bad luck into account. I haven't read too much into that, but I do know that it treats Rockies hitters better than all the other adjusted stats. Yeah, it does. Um, 
I actually got to use baseball perspectives more. Um, shout out Jen Ramos. They're the greatest. Um, shout out Shakira Taylor and shout out um, Craig Goldenstein. Goldstein. Yep. Good people are baseball perspectives. But yeah, like way to run square plus for me is like that, that stat is just easy. 100 is average, higher is better, lower is worse. It's easy, it's easy to understand. Uh, the pitching, the pitching is actually. I, I'll probably say like I might just sound like a simpleton right now, but I'm probably just gonna say ERA plus. I don't know, man. Like, cause, cause I, cause I can find flaws in every other stat. Like FIP to me is good, but like there is an actual like FIP to me operates on the on the idea that as soon as the ball is put in play. The pit, like the like the pitcher has no control over how the ball is put in play. Mm-hmm. That's like that's the idea that FIP operates based on, and I, I don't think that's true. I think contact management is a real skill. So that's why, like, I like FIP, but it's only a tool. Like, it's only one of the tools. And to me, like at the end of the day, the ultimate goal is run prevention. So if you want to, like, you know, calibrate how good a pitcher has been at preventing runs. Over the course of a season, ERA plus. It's not it's not a predictive stat. Like, you know, like if you want to get into like predictive, you know, like how predictive a stat might be to calculate how good a guy is gonna be a year or two from now, then definitely not ERA plus. But if you're just ever you know, evaluating performance, then the regular as ERA plus to me is the one that makes the most sense. Cause yeah. you know, that's why I always get a you know a kick, and that's and it's why I, always, I never really use Fangraphs version of WAR uh, when it comes to pitchers because it's based on FIP and not ERA plus. You know, like and not runs allowed. Runs allowed. Runs allowed per nine is yeah. actually a really good one too. Yeah, yeah, that's actually good. But like, yeah, that's why I, that's why I don't use Fangraphs version of WAR for pitchers because to me it's ridiculous. Like like at the end of the day, you you can theorize a pitcher's ERA but at the end of the day the runs that cross the plate are the ones that matter when it comes See, to performance with pitchers I like um, strikeout weight walk rate um, I like whip a lot I know whip isn't really advanced stat anymore yeah it's not an advanced stat but it's a good stat it's a good stat yeah I think that's like yeah that's, <laughs> that's it one hour two minutes yeah you did pretty good yeah, we did pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just like thinking over here if I miss something. But yeah, like I think just you know regular ERA plus and regular WRC plus. Like I sound sometimes like I'm like a big numbers guy, but I'm actually not. Like I just like using them as tools. Sometimes I like like you know, the numbers like, provide great context, and we kind of aggregate our opinions. Just yeah, exactly doing a mixture because. Um, advanced stats it gives you so much a, a better and closer look into the game within the game mm-hmm. and everything like that because it quantifies things correctly um, but even a guy's contact management skills just sees how good guys are managing contact like baseball savant is, is a really good site because it, it it doesn't just show you the numbers it also aggregates them to see whether they're average above average below average based on percentiles and all that where is yeah. the mobile app for that one mlb yeah they need they need to make a mobile app by now um i don't see why uh, they need to mlb film the map too but. yeah 
but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. So that was episode number 25. I don't think I missed anything. No, we did everything. Yeah, we did everything. So that was episode 25. Thank y'all for listening. Uh, uh, every time we record like a day or two before that, we put out, you know, a tweet asking y'all to send us questions. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And if Pat has something to say to sign off, then you can go ahead. Pleasure, Mary's go. I agree with that. Peace, people. <laughs>